0: sharp left-hander who's gonna shot looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond gallon Kawasaki gets the jump
1: that's where it all started Big MX Radio brought to you by Justified Cultures is on the air fueled by passion focused on motocross Fly racing bills pipes W wheels Maxima USA moto ice wrap 100% goggles and MotoStuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio.
2: Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BigMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love.
1: Anaheim One, Big MX Radio Podcast, standing here with uh, Jason Thomas. Jason, amazing work that they've done with the track, given how much rain we've had. Uh, You've walked the track, or at least portions of it. What are your thoughts? I think they did a great job. Uh, they have the rain so figured out now;
3: it blows me away from you know what I what we dealt with 15 or 20 years ago. So it helped. Yeah, it's great for live TV. You never, unless it rains in that couple hour window, you never really have to worry about it. So um, we're gonna have a great race. I think the track's gonna shape up, and it's gonna get better as they keep working the dirt through. Um, it's pretty basic as far as the track design. I I think they were a little worried about rain and making it too technical. So I think the start's gonna be probably more critical than any other race all year.
1: Who Who do you think is rolling into this race with the most amount of confidence and momentum?
3: Well, I think Kenny and even probably Kenny would tell you that uh, he's the most confident right now. Um, the funny thing about confidence is that all can change in one lap, you know, in the main event. If, uh, if Dunge gets a good start or if he makes an early move on Kenny, all that's up for grabs. So I know, I know Dunge is, is quietly confident. I don't think he expresses himself the same way that Kenny might. Um, but all these guys should be confident. I mean, Eli's coming off a Monster Cup win, Dunge is defending champ. Kenny's dominated the last six months of the year. Uh, Chad has won here more than any other active rider. So all these guys have their own little way to get excited and build confidence in their head. And that's the fun thing about A1 is everyone comes in here thinking they're going to be Supercross champ.
1: Uh, you had a lot of uh, good Anaheim ones, uh, some not so great. What was the difference uh, on race day that made them uh, either memorable or uh, not so awesome?
3: Yeah, I mean, there's conditions and, you know, preparation. For me, I was always racing in Europe a ton, so I was generally pretty burnt out for A1, which sucks. But um, yeah, a lot of times I would come in ready but just not really into it mentally. Uh, but a lot of times it was a track. If the whoops were real big, I struggled. If like, an easy track like this, I would be amped. Like, good traction, easy loops, I would be really, really fired up, and I'd probably have a good result. So I was a little bit more uh, – more you know, uh, prone to deal with the conditions and suffer from them if they were bad. Versus one of the elite guys nowadays.
1: But the whoops are pretty far apart today. Do you think that uh, plays into the hands of a guy like Marvin Mooskan? I
3: do absolutely. I was telling uh, my VIP guys that Marvin's—he'll probably blitz early in practice because they're really nice. But 100% bet anything you want, he will be jumping in and jumping out of these things tonight.
1: Fair enough, man. Well, I appreciate you giving me some time today. No worry, Brad anaheim stadium anaheim one here on track walk with ralph shaheen ralph uh beautiful track walk for us here we got the sun shining it's anaheim one all things all lines are firing and uh looks like a good day
4: you know it's uh a spectacular day right now and earlier in the week a lot of us were concerned that we wouldn't see a day like today but the sun's out the track is in great shape we just had a chance to talk with ricky johnson the great champion and he's giving it big thumbs up, so I think the racing is going to be really, really strong today.
1: Now, uh, Tim Ferry, just a moment ago I was speaking with, and he uh, referred to the track as a thinking man's track. Uh, Who who can you think of off the top of your head that that kind of falls into their uh, strengths, and uh, maybe who who might struggle with that?
4: I think it falls into the strengths of Dungey because he's the one with the least amount to prove, right? He's already got three championships, he's way up in the record books in so many different categories. He knows he doesn't need to win tonight. He knows it's a long season, plenty of time. If you have a decent day here, you're still good. Ricky Carmichael used to always say, you don't have to be the points leader when you leave California, but you just need to be near the top, and then the season begins after that. I think who has the most pressure coming into tonight would be Roxen and Tomac, because they're the ones that are supposed to give Dungey fits all year. They've got to run well here tonight.
1: Out of those two guys, Roxon and Tomac, uh, who, who has the most amount of pressure of them coming in?
4: I think it's Roxon. I mean, he's the one who's been making the most statements this week, you know, showing up in the NSX, coming in Looking in his suit and tie, uh, saying he's ready to go, saying in the preview show on Fox that he wants the field to be scared. So he's the one that's making the statements. He's the one that's pushed all the cards to the center of the table.
1: One last question for you, or more of a statement, rather. Uh, Austin Forkner's been walking around, smiling ear-to-ear with his tail wagging, watching looking at all these obstacles, the kid does not look nervous. Is that a problem for the rest of these guys? You
4: know, look, he should be excited. He should be fired up and ready to go. He's the next guy that a lot of people are looking at saying, this could be the next great one, right? I think it's an advantage for him if he can come in with all that pressure and find a way to stay loose and whatever works for him, could for him. Now let's see if he can do it.
1: Awesome. Thanks for the time, my friend. My pleasure. Anaheim One, Tim Ferry out here on Track Walk, Big MX Radio Podcast. Uh, Tim, track looks pretty good, all things considered, with the rain we've had.
0: Yeah, I think they've done a decent job, you know, kind of pulling it together a little bit. There's a bunch of lime and some sand on the track, but, um, yeah, probably not the track they were looking for, but, you, know, you can't help the rain, so.
1: Well, uh, there's some interesting uh, jump combinations out here, a lot of uh, risk-reward style um lines um, does that, is that something that you would have looked uh, forward to growing up or uh, going through your professional career and uh, how do you uh, help out the guys that you work with like uh, Davalos and uh, Trey um,
0: you know it's, it's definitely different the jumps are, the angles are kind of different than what we normally practice on just because of the, the build it when it was wet but uh, I think it's just going to be uh, game time at main event to decide which triples or rhythm sections to jump. And, um, I think it's going to take a lot of thinking. I don't think it's going to be like a rhythmic race. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of ruts. It looks like really soft and uh, just by less, the least the guy makes the least amount of stakes and gets out front.
1: Uh, you've been through a lot of NIM ones, uh, and the guys that you work with are, have also been through a fair, a fair amount themselves. Uh, what's the best advice you have for the guys that you work with?
0: Um, just you know, tr- obviously, always you, you want to get put yourself in a good position, whether it's uh, getting that gate pick, you know, for your heat race, and then come out of the heat with a good pick, and um, you know, obviously, going for a start, but finishing with good points, and uh, but not you know not losing too many right away. It's it's kind of tough if you if you if you lose you know a lot of points the first race, kind of deflates you for the whole season. So it's better to leave here with uh, with some good points, and then uh, and carry it on for the rest of the year.
1: I Appreciate the time, my friend. Yep.
0: No problem. Man.